Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 24th of September 2020 on the back of Aberdeen's 1-0 defeat to Sporting Club Portugal in Lisbon. Uh, the end of another Europa League qualifying campaign and for the sixth time in seven seasons out in the third qualifying round. Matching or seeding Martin but not getting any further. It's a, it's a grimly familiar tale. Not that anyone could be too shocked that we went out to a side of the quality of sporting. Yeah, no, you can't be. I mean, you know, I think that the lads on Red TV mentioned it. No, there, there are like something like 140 places ranked higher than this in European football. So there's no real shock. Um, perhaps maybe the manner uh, of the of the exit is the more dis- disappointing thing. Um, I think that you know, we 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 kind of I think we we played like we were looking not to get beat rather than you know. That, that was very much a first leg performance, I thought, um, rather than you know, the, the performance you were given a one-off tie, uh, which I think is the real disappointment that comes from the evening. Don't you think there's merit, though, in trying to keep things tight, trying to keep things, trying to keep us in the game, especially when they were playing the first uh, game of the season? I mean, I totally accept that last week we probably went out to try and win that game against a side who are probably round about our level, maybe slightly below a level. And that was good to see. It was good to see we grasped the fact that that tie had to be won. But surely, if we'd opened up tonight, we would have just been picked off. Oh, I mean, I'm not suggesting we should have, we should have been you know, playing, playing you know, three up front or whatever from, you know, the, from the first 20 minutes. Um, I think, you know, as the game went on, uh, I think there probably would have been as an opportunity to change it slightly quicker, maybe be a bit more direct. Um, I'm sure we'll discuss the this this absolutely frustratingly annoying short corners. Um, but just I think that you know in the early parts of the game you obviously have to keep it tight because those guys you, know, you can see those guys are good players. It's early, it's you no, know, it's very early in their season. It's their first game. Um, they're missing some players. Uh, but you know, there's there is there is a lot of ability in their in their squad. Um, so I understand that you keep it tight and you don't you don't go gung ho um, and get picked off and find yourselves three you 0 know, down at half time. That's obviously no that, that goes without saying, Richard. Obviously, did we lose this tie on Sunday? In so um, much as you know, obviously the fact that it was such a brutal performance on Sunday, the possibility of going there on the back of seven wins in a row would surely have given us a bounce, and obviously. The news breaking about Scott McKenna. How much of this game was lost on Sunday? Um, I think that um, perhaps I think the McKenna, the McKenna thing is probably was the, was the bigger thing that cost us tonight. Um, I think missing him um, was was probably more important than than, than Sunday's result. Um, you know, the European football is you know is a big thing. All the players will be would have been really up for that. No, and yeah, Sunday was a real disappointment. There's absolutely no getting away from that. Uh, but I think that the players would have been able would have been able to lift themselves and you know, put that put Sunday's result behind them because this is a big target. Um, you know, dare I say that on Sunday perhaps they had one eye on tonight and that was one of the reasons why um, why the performance was 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 both really below par. Uh, but I think you no know, missing McKenna um, was a, is a big thing, um, and I think that's probably what's what's cost us. Um, more as well. I mean, look, we only we only got beat one 0 um, No, they weren't carving us open at will. Um, they, I think they definitely had several more gears to move up. Um, but I think you know, if we had we had maybe McKenna in there, I think we would have maybe been a little bit tighter. Well, certainly a very bad goal to lose. Um, 
I don't know what Ross McCrory is thinking of um, him and McGeoch there. Um, maybe it just proves that he's not the all-conquering midfield superhero uh, that some have decided that he is after 90 minutes against Hibbs. Um, 3-5-2 I thought worked to a point. Um, I, I certainly saw the merit in it. I thought if anybody was going to create something first tonight, it would be it would be Johnny Hayes at the left. I thought Hedges did okay. His decision making leaves a lot to be desired, but if it was much better, he wouldn't be anywhere near Petodri, I suppose. Um, a key aspect of how the game went tonight was the way the referee handled it, and it was almost like a classic continental European referee. Surely we've got to be a bit. We've played plenty of European games over the past few years. We have to be smarter. We have to deal with it smarter. We have to kind of read the referee early on in the game and, and adapt to it. Oh, Richard, Richard, Richard. How often do we say this after a European exit? Um, I'm pretty sure that if we go back in the in the archives, we'll, we, we said this after Maribor. Um, I'm pretty sure we said it after Rijeka last year as well, despite the fact that we were kind of outclassed as well. Um, yeah. Uh, we can't keep no, we can't keep using the referee as an excuse. I mean, the referee was he had an all, it was a really not it was an excuse, Martin. It's not an no, excuse. It was, awful. it was awful. I mean, the, the referee was awful. No, no, I, I, I don't even think he was awful. I, I just you know, it broke up play to Sporting's benefit, generally speaking, yeah. uh, and we didn't learn from that. We didn't learn that that was the way things were going to go. Well, we haven't learned. We haven't learned for the past five years, um, or however, no, however long no, we've been in Europe under Derek McInnes. No, it seems to be. It seems to be a recurrent tale, where we come out of these games and we moan that the referees cost us. The referees done this. The referees done that. No, no, nobody's. I, I don't think anybody even having persuasion is going to moan that the referee is not. It's cost us. But in terms of the flow of the game, I thought. It, it was quite a big influence on the flow of the game. Like last week, we had a referee that let a lot of stuff go. Yes. Tonight was completely the opposite. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I just think that you know, we're good. We'll, we'll, be, we'll hear. I think we'll hear a lot more about the referee than we probably should do. Uh, because you know, yeah, he, he stopped the game from flowing. He broke it up. That's obviously going to suit Lisbon. Uh, they're going to want to just take it nice and slowly and knock the knock the ball about cutely like they did. Uh, you know, and our best chance was was getting balls, you no, know, getting balls in the box. Dare I say, from set pieces. Uh, and we have, I think, we we'll have to learn that you no, know, you're, you're refereed to. You know, in Scottish football, a lot they let a lot go. As much as we moan about the Stephen McLeans of the world and the Clancy's and all this, they let a lot more go. And um, you know, I think some a lot of the decisions I think were were, were would, you would say they were harsh if they were given in Scottish football for some of the dare I say climbing. Some of the set pieces would be go, would be going mental, but the, the, we need to learn that this is how the this is how the man, the referees are are operating in Europe, and we can't we can't just keep going by every year and being being caught out with it. We have to learn how to how to play when there's you no know, continental referees. Well, talking about getting balls into the box and using set pieces, um, let's uh, the, the use of a short corner, particularly one that. Uh, Brian Hedges wasted towards the end seemed to particularly upset the uh, Aberdeen FC Daz Alliance, of which you are the unofficial chairman. Uh, so talk us through yeah. why short corners are such a bad thing when you hardly ever score from a direct corner into the box. Well, no, I mean, we, I think we've, I think we've spoken about this before. Though. You, you don't seem to see people scoring directly from corners. I think it just comes from at that point in that point in the game, 
Um, you need get no, you get your get you get your biggest guys into the box, the short corner, and it's the frustration does come from the fact that Hedge has you know, totally messed it up. Uh, that is the thing. Uh, but at, at that stage in the game, I think I was maybe 13, 14 minutes left. Get the thing into the box and at least give no, at least make their keeper do something give, or give their defender something to do. Um, just. Um, it, it just it comes, seems like because because Hedge has messed it up, it just seems like a complete waste. So stick it in a mixer is what you're saying. I go and stick it in a mixer. Yeah. And we wonder why Scottish football is lagging behind the rest of Europe. <laughs> um, it, it just tonight, Martin. It just reminded me so much of uh, of the Sociedad game. To be honest, over there, just a, yeah. a, a side who weren't even quite uh, match fit yet, just not having really to get out of first gear. We gave we we were slightly better in the ball tonight than we were in Sociedad. Um, we were competitive, but just so so blunt. And I guess you, the half chance was that Hedges won right uh, about four minutes away from the end. Probably you no know, conversations across Aberdeen today, but all everybody talking at work thought we would end up having one chance. Um, we'd have one chance probably to get to get something out of the game, um, and that was it. And you know you can it's late in the game. Um, you know, Hedges. I thought Hedges had a, a no, wasn't didn't have a great game, but I thought he was. I thought he was good. Um, there was some nice stuff. I thought him and him and Hayes were probably our best performers for me. Um, but he really needs to be taken that. But you're absolutely right to say, Richard Luke. I mean, no, I think Willie Miller said it on the radio at points, Sporting were at walking pace, um, and no, football is about you know European football. It's about levels, um, and. You know, we can ex- we can only expect to compete at the level Aberdeen are at, um, and you know, yes, it was close, it was one nil, but they were, you know, they were clearly you know, you know, several levels above us in terms of ability and gears. They could have ste- they could have stepped up some, some, a couple more gears as well. Um, so that's it's disappointing, but um, you know, you get you get a chance, it ha- has to be taken. Well, that is it for another European campaign. I've actually got good news for you, Martin. Uh, next year, um, Scottish sides won't be in the third qualifying round of the Europa League, whatever happens. So we can't go out of the third qualifying round of the Europa League next year, wh- whatever happens. Whatever happens, there's that, at least there's that. Because it has been our bet noir over the past, well, seven seasons now. Not exactly unexpected when we pulled Sporting at the hat, I suppose. I know all the nonsense over the past... Uh, 10 days or so has given us maybe a, a belief that we'd have more of a chance than we'd otherwise uh, have done. But uh, there was a side with a great deal of quality, uh, a great deal of talent on the pitch. And even though there was a, a number of quality players unavailable to them, it, I, I just felt they had more gears to go. And um, anyway, uh, until we meet again, this has been the debrief on Sporting versus Aberdeen. Come on, you Reds.